we are. Hello and welcome to Talking Trade. I hope you finished work because it is now quarter past six. We're usually here at six o'clock, but um, a uh, little bit of technical issues going on in the background there. So uh, thank you for holding on for us. Um, we, we, I've got some brilliant guests here today. We're talking about regulations. There's regulation changes happening. Well, they've happened already, actually, back in June. I think it was 15th of June that they came in. And um, I just want to know whether you know, if you know what those reg changes are. There's, there's a few important ones you need to know about. Um, or are you going to be sort of second-guessing them as, as a lot of builders do out there? Or have you done a little course where you know what they are? If you comment in, put your comment in, just say hello where you are or um, what you're up to or if you're using new regulations or if you've had problems with regula regulations in the past, just put a comment in and at the end we will pull a, a random name out and you could win a On The Tools hoodie, just like the little logo on my T-shirt there, and um, you'll be able to get one of them. So thanks for joining us. Hello to my uh, first guest, which is Ian. How are you doing, my friend? I'm not doing too bad at all. Tell us, tell, tell us what you uh, do and where you're from. Well, um, it's Ian Hodgkinson. I'm from Hodgkinson Builders. We are property developers, builders, and brickwork contractors from uh, Derby, so in the Midlands, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So, so have you got a lot of people working for you? Or? We are, we're running around about 100 brickies at the moment. We're extremely busy, so we do, we're still, uh, we've got quite a big job on in the middle of Derby, uh, building some student accommodation, 267 odd apartments there. Uh, and then around the rest of the Midlands, we've uh, got a number of sites, eight or nine sites, something like that. Uh, and we're circa uh, 330 houses that we're uh, building in the ground at the moment. So yeah, wow. we're, we're, we're quite quite busy to be quite honest, yeah. yeah. So is it, is it just the, the bricklayers you hire or do you hire all the trades to do that? All, all of it, all, all oh, of it. Okay. It's, it's, it's everything from, uh, from ground up, yeah. We purchase the land, we put packages together, uh, a lot of the houses that we are selling on to housing associations or, or we're selling brand new houses to uh, you know to the pu public you know sale houses so yeah it's uh, it's interesting times you know we've got uh, you know challenges all over the place with material increases and building regulations of course so yeah, yeah interesting times you know it's uh, not for the faint-hearted but it's it's um, you know it keeps uh, keeps me going so you with all those people you must know what the regulations are going to be uh, coming I, in or at least I, have a good idea I, I, I have a good idea and I'll tell you something what I do now. I know, I know how much they're all costing. That's I know oh, it's right. all costing a lot more, yeah. So, uh, I mean, the, the, the regulations that have come in, uh, in in June are, ba are basically to do with uh, re reducing fuel consumption. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's what we're trying to do. That's what's been, been designed in the houses. But any, any building regulations drawing that was approved pre pre june um you, you can work and if you started work on those houses it, it you, you you can work to the old regulations anything that's designed and approved after june then you're into new regulations and new costs um we calculated that Every, every house that we're we're building on is costing between ten and fifteen thousand pounds per house to include all all, all the new uh, extra yeah. to what it would have been before. Yeah, yeah. So you couple that with uh, material increases and and everything that's going off at the moment. You, you can imagine that we've got some fairly strong upward pressure on uh, on our building costs. So, yeah, and uh, it's uh, you know we're trying to absorb that. Obviously. Uh, we've had some help with the fact that house prices are going up, but uh, you know the way that the economy is going over the next few months is that is that going to peter off? So challenges all over the place, yeah. yeah and we, we've got to deal with it, we, we, which we will do. Um, you know, people want uh, low carbon houses; they, they want green credentials in the houses. That's what makes them sell. You know, so we, we've got to allow for that. We, we've got to build it. So um, you know, it's uh, something that we've got to deal with. 
Well, you've got bricklayers. There's another bricklayer over here. A bricklayer extraordinaire for us. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Andy? Yeah, good. Tell the guys uh, who haven't seen you before. I mean, they all know you now. But, um, <laughs> what, what are you doing? Where are you from? Hello, everybody. Um, my name's Darcy. I am a bricklayer from Norfolk. Um, basically, yeah, basically I've been bricklaying for about two years now. So I haven't been on trial for too long. Uh, but I know a little bit about rules and regulations, what you can and can't do, waste, sustainability and stuff like that. Um, and if you want to watch my Stuff. I have a TikTok and Instagram where I post everything. It's called Rattle Kings, and I literally just post everything to do with bricklaying and being on site. So, yeah, give me a follow. <laughs> You've just told us something that made us all very jealous. You're off to Australia in five yes, weeks' time. Yes, I've uh, booked my flights and I am setting off to the land of Oz to do some traveling and hopefully uh, document my journey, but also um, do some bricklaying out there. I'm really interested to see how they do stuff differently to us. Because um, I've spoken to a few Aussies already about, you know, I want to just know what to expect when I go onto site. They've said there's not that much difference, but I bet I bet there is quite a lot of difference. Just because obviously the heat as well. Like, are we? Do, I I know we've got to keep wetting up that muck. We've got to keep the bricks wet and stuff yeah. like that. How how do you do? I mean. On Tuesday, I'm going to find out because Tuesday's going to be 32 degrees. So well, here? <laughs> here, yeah, really? yeah, yeah. And I'm building some piers. So I'll see how well I work in the 32 degree degree heat here and see how I could learn any tips to take over there with me because I don't think I've ever laid I reckon you'll be the hard. I reckon you'll be the hardest worker when there when you oh yeah, yeah of yeah. course at least I'll you know at least I'll get a little bit more of a tan I mean disappearing here so your, your tickets are booked and you're ready to go yeah I literally booked my flights yesterday because I've been like I've been I'm an RM for so long like when am I gonna go oh if you wait until the time is right you're never gonna go my mum said just book your flights just book them now so I literally went online and just booked them there and then I was like, right, what's the cheapest day? There, boom, done. Yeah. Now I have like a goal at least to like work towards. But if you don't, just just press that button and just yeah, go because right, you're just right. never going to go in. Yeah. So if you've if you've uh, worked as a brookie in Australia and you've got any um, advice for Darcy, drop it in the comments. Yeah. And we'll, we'll pass on. We've got some comments coming in already, so um, let's pop over to them. Uh, happy Thursday, yeah. Happy Thursday, John. Tomorrow is Friday, so. Uh, Happy days for that. Um, hello from Edinburgh. Sorry, I'm just going to try and pronounce that name there. Powett. Yeah, I can't see if that's a T or an L. Yeah, no. But hello, Edinburgh. I love Edinburgh. Go on the ghost tour if you're in Edinburgh, by the way. Um, hello from Kerry Island. That's Brian O'Donnell there. A very, a very Irish name there, Brian. So uh, thank you for that. And uh, one more. Where are we from? Um, the Iron Legs Fundraiser. Hello from the Iron Legs Fundraiser. That must be somewhere in outer Australia, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you touched on this just now, Ian. Um, why why are these regulations changing? Why, why are they why, why do they love changing stuff all the time? Well, to, it, to be honest, it's a step towards uh, zero carbon emissions in two thousand in uh, twenty fifty. Um, so it, it's it's another stage uh, that that we've got to adhere to. To be quite honest, um, I, another stage of that will be twenty twenty five, where all, all gas boilers are going to be banned. Of course, so uh, it, it's 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 a case of reducing fuel consumption, uh, conserving fuel and uh, fossil fuel uh, em emissions. So um, be believe it or not, um, construction itself is um, it's 45% of all carbon 
uh, emissions in the whole of this country. Wow. So it's construction has got a big, big impact. And, it, and it's not only uh, building it, it's then it's then you're moving on to the actual fabric of the, of the building and the way that we heat those buildings. So there is a massive, massive connection and, and, a, and, and an issue with carbon emissions that's connected with, with buildings. So something needs to be fundamentally done. If we, if we can drop the carbon emissions with uh, with, with the new building regs, then ultimately we, we can start to really get in inroads with the. So when you, the, when you say forty five percent, that's from when the buildings are up and running, not the construction of them. It's, it's a total lot. It's, it's, it's connected to construction. I mean, you've got lorries bringing bricks and blocks to yeah. to site. You've got uh, the boilers running. It, it's, all the packaging, all the yeah, packaging, all, yeah, yeah, yeah and, and everything. So it's uh, it's it's a massive, massive impact, and we've just we've just got to do something about it. Yeah, you worked on anything on recently tasked where you've got to do something differently because of regulation or build a wall differently or put some different vents in or something coming up? Um, yeah, so I was working on a house. Uh, this is actually like last year. Um, I was working for a guy. He ended up having to get this house finished and airtight by um, a, a deadline because he was getting a grant from the government if he got it airtight within a certain period of time. Um, and, and he was having a 150 mil insulation, which is the only house I've ever worked on with 150 insulation. I mean, taking up that internal floor space by putting that extra 50 mil, because usually have 100 mil, so putting extra 50 mil of insulation like that internal floor space is really taken up them um and then uh, he had solar panels and all sorts of stuff um fitted but just having like just the extra thing like that like the amount of energy that you're going to save just by adding that 50 mil of insulation and then also getting a grant from the government to do that i, I mean he did it and he was quite switched on and knew what he was doing so he obviously knew that in the long run that was going to save him a lot of money um and there is um a new like just talking about like a sustainable because i know we're talking about sustainability as well like there was a new sustainable material that i found out about recently it's called um surecav which is like this plastic that you put into the cavity instead of using a backing block um just to obviously save money and it's a recycled material as well um and basically it has the same effect as using a backing block um but without having all the blocks delivered you know it comes literally on a pallet you can do a whole house of it it's, it's really good stuff so that's something that i found out about recently sure cab that's sure called cab. yeah have you, have you, have you heard of that? No, I've not. I've not come across that one. No. So just, no. just explain again what it is. Yeah. So, like, you know, when you're like, when you when you're building, you use a backing block, like yeah. the 50 mil backing block. Um. So some. So you've got your insulation here, and then you need to leave an air gap, and yeah. then you use, you can have a backing block, and then you build your wall. Um. Instead of that, you put instead of that backing block, you put a sure cab in there, which is basically a plastic sheet with like some little holes in it, like this. Um. And it's about 50 mil wide, and it's the only way in the UK to get an um approved 50 mil cavity wall. Um, yeah, it's called Surecav. If you want to Instagram it, they are on Instagram. It's a really interesting material, and lots of people are using it. Um, like you know, they they post it's like on a solid. You get like a big a, a big yeah. sheet of it. It's just a basically a big sheet of plastic, and that's it. You just put that in instead of having um, a fifty mil backing block, um, and also just um, if you need that, that air gap for that cavity, you put it in the air gap. So yeah. it, it's it's used in a few ways, but yeah, that ensures um, that you get a smaller, you get a larger interior floor space as well because you can make your cavity smaller because i think when you need an air gap you need to have quite a big gap with the sure cab you can have a smaller air gap and um, which makes your interior floor space wider and it's cheaper and it's 
uh, you can recycle it's recyclable material so you should have your advertiser for yeah i know <laughs> they sent me some to be honest they sent me some to use and look at and i i did do a video on it um i couldn't actually put it in a whole house so it didn't get that much but i got enough to look at like what type of material it was and when i took it to work with me the guys who i was at work with said they had actually already used that before and it was really good so because i was like there's this new thing called sugar cab and they're like oh we know we've actually been using that and it's just like never even heard of it but now that's 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 a new one i know and it's, it's probably a trade name so that's that's why we're not we're not yeah. connected it but we, we tend to um we, we tend to look at a fabric first uh, sort of solutions which is uh an, like Darcy said, it, you, you end up with uh, wide, wider cavities with insulation in, so we can we can get the U values down. But uh, we, we're, we're having to also uh, consider a combination of fabric first and also solar panels and uh, ground source heat pumps or, or, or um, air, air source heat pumps. So we're looking at a combination of, of everything, to be honest, to to try and um, you know get get. get get the solution in, in yeah. place you know at the cost at, at the right cost as well you know that, that the public are um that, that are pal palatable that, that so, so, you, you said at the beginning that cost is a big thing there so this is you have to come to these new regulations what do you say is costing 10 to 15 thousand 10 to fifteen thousand pounds yes depend depending on the house size but yeah. you did say that you got you do get a little small grant from the government for when you use them when you're putting all the new regs in. Yeah, there, there is. We, we, we do get some help, but it's not. Not a it, lot. It's, it's not a lot, to be quite honest. Um, and in the scheme of things, it, it, drop, it drops out to, it drops out to the, the other end. Um, with uh, ground source heat pumps, again, um, you know, with if you can connect those up to um, uh, solar panels, because it's a misnomer with, with ground source heat pumps, to be quite honest, because you still need electrical power. You know, it depends where that's coming from. So, uh, yeah, it's green at one end, but actually it's costing you at the other. You know, there's, there's a carbon issue. Expensive as well. Right? Yeah, yeah, very expensive uh, to, to use. Now, now on that, yeah, you do, you do get uh, some grants towards that, and typically a ground source heat pump will probably cost you about eight grand, and, and you'll get a subsidy of uh, three or four grand against it, you know. Uh -huh. To, but ultimately that's where it's all going we're now looking at we're now looking at putting plans into place in 2025 to you know so all gas boilers are eliminated i can't believe a life without a gas boiler yeah so, so what's going to go in in this from 2025 when you build a new house what's going to go in there is a ground source or is it an air source yeah it's, it's a bit, bit either to be quite honest uh ground source heat pumps aren't applicable in in in, in all places because you need a you know a big a big load of land yeah. so it's uh you know unless you live on a farm or you've got a massive back garden that's that's probably Probably not the way to go. So it's you. It's probably uh, air source. You yeah. know? So um, that's that, that's 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 going to be the thing. And really, that air, air source heat pump will be your new boiler. That's that's how it how it will run. Yeah. Um, but you know what 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 a lot of people aren't aware of, of course, is that the the cause a a hum there's a noise so you've got this drumming noise all night. So you know um, they, they definitely want place in. Up, up the drive or out out of the way or something like that. You know, I've got so. that meters already from using I drills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, we've got some comments coming in, so let's uh, let's see who's um, 
Saying that hopefully his advice for uh, uh, is John there from Wales. He's from Wales now. He was from Wales already, wasn't he? Um, must be driving around, I suppose. Happy H, be ready for a real early start. The only way you can beat the heat. Uh, some advice for you there, guys. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard they do start really early in the morning. Have you, have you heard any times what, what they are? Um, I, I don't know, but I think they they do finish around two p.m. Okay. So you know you've got to think they're probably starting at around five a.m. ish, yeah. which is fine. I'd rather I'd rather start early and late. finish early than. I would start late and finish late. So I, I thought Ricky's finished early anyway. That's no different. <laughs> um, Sam Lardner, how often are the regulations updated, and what sparks them? Would you say? Mm. Well, it's it's uh, it, it's sustainability, isn't it? And green credentials, and and the fact that by law it was law that was that was passed in the early two thousands that by twenty fifty. Everything's got to be net zero. Yeah. So we've got we've got to get there somehow. So we we're doing it stage by stage by by in, introducing increments. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that that's why they're building regulations changed in June, and um, and in a couple of years' time, that's why uh, gas boil is going to be banned. Yeah. Net zero. That's quite a thing, isn't it? Mushroom sixty seven. Uh, the UK contributes less than one percent to the world's carbon footprint. We need regulations to make house building more efficient, but we should be paying the price for the other ninety nine percent. That's a interesting um, figure there but 45 percent of that one percent is caused by buildings you're saying yes it is yeah. yeah 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 so it's a big it's a big contributing factor so i i think i think we've got a way to go and i think the challenges uh that are ahead we, we can do something about it yeah and i do think we need to improve because otherwise we've still been using uh coal-fired um, uh, power stations and and, uh, and and the likes and old diesel clapped out tractors and cars and stuff like that so yeah we, we're moving on and, it, and it's sensible that, that the place that we're going is going to be acceptable for our children yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, your the house you were working on. Did he manage to get his air tightness to the lower? Really? Yeah, I think he got it done in time. He was pushing, so hopefully he got it done in time. I was just wondering, like, does like changing all this stuff, like putting new boilers in, putting new windows in, all this extra insulation, like, how long is it? Obviously, house prices are, go are going up because we have to put all this new eco-friendly stuff in. How how much return are we really getting in by like how much more money are we really saving by putting all this stuff in? Are we really making that much more? Are we really saving that much more money? Yeah, I, I, I would say so. And and of course, I'm an advocate of, of new housing. So I will say that if you're thinking of moving house in the next few months, let's look at a new house because that's the place that you save in electric and fuel and gas yeah because because it's going to be the best insulated house ever yeah. so that you you can you know if, if you're looking at a house that maybe was built uh say 30 40 years ago and then compare it to a, a similar size house with the same footage square meterage uh that's, that's being built at the moment your bills are going to be drastically lower there's there's no doubt about it so you can offset some so, some of the costs that are coming up by actually Per, buying well and your, your fuel bills being low. Yeah, I worked on. I wired a house out um, a couple of years ago. It was a passive house, one of these yeah, yeah. Uh, wooden houses. It was it was built from ground to the roof on within three days. Amazing! It came on the back of the line. It just slotted in like that. And the guy who built it was determined to have the most airtight house in the UK. So he did everything. So any time I had to take a cable outside, he had to stick this um like this airproof tape around it. And I remember I had to pull a pipe back out, and he nearly had a fit because I'd broken his airtightness. And I was like, oh, it's going to be airtight. So he had to get this um this independent airtightness consultant to come out and test it, where you um 
I can't remember what he did, but he put a fan in one room and then he, he had to put another fan in a doorway somewhere. And, and, he, and he tested it and he goes, oh, I'm going to have to go off and take my fan away to be calibrated because I don't quite believe the reading. And he did and he came back and he's, he said it's the lowest reading he's ever seen. It was the, and it, he's got a certificate saying it's the most airtight house Fantastic. in the country. Yeah. And he can heat the whole house from putting a tiny little electric heater in the middle of the house and it, it completely heat it up. So I guess that's what we're aiming for, wasn't it? That's oh, what I oh, oh, absolutely. The the dynamics of doing it properly will make a hell of a difference. Yeah, there's no, no doubt about it. And um, you know, the fact is that, you know, you use a lot less heat to, to to actually warm the place up, and it'll last a lot longer. So, so the economies of scale are are absolutely there. Yeah. But air tightness is actually building reg as well. You know. Okay. Yeah. So we have to air tight air, air test every house, every house. Well, what's the figure for that? Is it? It's got to be below, below ten, isn't it, or something? Yeah, uh, below six at the moment. Below six. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, we, we've got to make sure that that. Every every uh, socket is, is mastic round. You know, if you, if you put a, there's an hole in, in the ceiling, it needs to be mastic round. Everything you need a little bit of silicon or mastic round just to make sure that it's all tight. It's incredible, yeah. absolutely incredible. And you can, I mean, we've got we've got a studio here, and I was walking in one of our houses earlier on, and it feels the same. It, it feels you've got that quietness, which is which is yeah, a great yeah. achievement, really. Yeah, but. Um... You were trying to get the heat out when you go to Australia. I yeah, I know. Air, air conditioning is going to be a major factor. But, you know, houses in Australia need to be airtight as well to keep the cool in. That's where you're going, look. The picture's just come yeah, up the screen. Yeah, that looks like we're... <laughs> well, hopefully it'll be like that. I'll send you a selfie when I'm laying on the beach. Oh, yeah. We'll be there <laughs> oh, that looks terrible. Um, Ian, tell us, you've got, you've got another thing uh, going on. You've got uh, some, some TV show, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's a great experience. Yeah, we've got uh, Brickets on at the moment. Um in fact, it's just, the, the first run's just finished, and um, you're able to uh, you're able to download it on iPlayer and binge watch it. Yeah, so yeah, if, if you know if you finish work, go home and watch Brickies because I'm sure it's a program. You, you know, if you've been on been on site all day, let's let's watch something about yeah. building sites. Like do SMS. Yeah. From like, how do you go from like running a business to being a producer at the same time? How did that happen? Well, uh, I was approached by the BBC just before COVID uh, with, with an idea, and, and uh, if there's something you're interested in, um, yeah, they, they could see we've got a, a large presence on online. Um, they could see I was passionate about apprentices and bricklayers and building and, and, and careers, and uh, so we, we did a bit of a collaboration. So we, it was a couple of years ago, we did a pilot show at uh, a little place in Derbyshire called Ilkeston, and uh, yeah, that went very, very well. And uh, the BBC then commissioned a, a first series, uh, which which aired first uh, initially on BBC Three in uh, in March, and um, so, so that was a, a run of six six shows. That's like incredible. I had to pinch myself. To be quite on this and um so do you appear in it or yeah i'm i'm in everyone yeah i'm 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 ian the big boss or something like that you know and, and every time i pull up in my car there's some like dramatic music you know, it's, it's weird. <laughs> the apprentice you know, music yeah. you're fired <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ian's in town <laughs> yeah that's that's the type of thing yeah so uh, yeah so it's, how can they make you out to be the bad i haven't seen uh, it yet so like you've got to watch it Dulcie. they portray you as like a bad boss or a nice boss no i was i was quite keen to make sure i I was portrayed extremely fair yeah. and nice. Yeah, yeah, and, and encouraging. Yeah, yeah. So, so honestly, how much is it? 
just record it straight off or do they stop you and make you re-record something just to no. add a bit of story to it no just like this show we just go for it yeah, yeah. and uh, it's it's all there you know warts and all um those people getting upset falling out they, they go to the pub and uh and, and all sorts so so they've got they've got it all warts and all i mean it's described to me and put to me as uh, the, the only way is ethics on the building site and that's how it comes across and and we've got diverse people in there we've got guys girls that the lot and you know they're having a lot of fun great earning potential because part, part of the show was about attracting youngsters yeah, to come into the building trade because we've got the skill shortage yeah. and then the protect perceptions of the building trade sometimes aren't, aren't so good you know and you, you know it's, it's the career path isn't this that and the other and you know you, you've got low earning potential and it's lowest you've spoken about this before in previous yeah. podcasts like how are we how to try and get like younger people into the trades yeah. because like it is like dying out young Hard, isn't it? Yeah. so this is what i was talking about like um when i always say like people say how do you how are we going to get more people into trade i'm like TikTok and instagram and doing stuff like this will like promoting it doing youtube videos like all that stuff where people are on socials like it's just promoting the trade like stuff like this is amazing because yeah. it like you said it will just promote like it, it being more of a fun workplace because it's always like oh it's the hardest job working on a site you know it's like a hard graft but actually like it's honestly the best job i've ever had because i have more i know it's hard work but i have more fun being on site than i have with any other job that i've had no absolutely and and, and one of my takes on this darcy is is that there is great earning potential but it's not all about money either you know it's it's the diverse work you can go and do building houses office blocks and you can touch it feel it love it and be proud of it mm. yeah and and then i always say you know you've got a tr if you've got your travel you can travel and you're doing that mm -hmm. you're you've you've learned your trade and you can take that trade anywhere over over the world and australia i am taking yeah, my travel yeah. with me actually yeah, yeah i yeah. am because i can't <laughs> <laughs> you know like it's just you can't just go out and buy another trowel trowels don't work like that you have a trowel and you have that trowel for a while and you like have a bond with it yeah. you know like it you you learn with that it's trowel it, yeah. use a different yeah. trowel it feels completely different like you feel like you're all cro crook on and stuff so that will be coming with me in my suitcase hopefully it doesn't weigh too much <laughs> yeah I, I, well, at least I can get about thirty pairs of shoes in that. <laughs> and you need to still talk up. So, so you've you've made one series, and then so there's another two you've been commissioned for. Yeah, we've um, we've uh, we're into second series at the moment. I was filming all day yesterday in Leicester, and uh, we had three hours of intense filming, which which, which was great fun. Um, yeah, it's, I just absolutely love it. And uh, we've got all the old characters back. Jack's there, and Cudder, and, and Georgia, and and, and a dad, and and, it, and, it, and it's fabulous. We've got some new characters as well, Leah and. Tom, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. Were, they, were they all working for you? Or they all worked for me. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They all they all worked for me. Yeah, uh, we met Georgia and uh, our dad down in Hereford on on another job we were doing, and they followed fo followed us up back back up to Leicester. Jack's Jack, uh, big Jack's been with me for uh, uh, for years, man and boy. He was an apprentice and he was bricklayer, and, and then he's now brick brickwork foreman. Uh, comes over very very well. He's very funny. Yeah, he's he's very funny. But yeah, th there's nothing made up there's nothing made up um it, you know we, we tackled that day's issues and what's what's been going off and um you know we've got i got a cutter trying to uh, build some uh, corbelling uh, and and he'd not quite got it you know so that had to come down to, and need to be rebuilt so it's it's those particular days issues you know this and then it's off off the hoof it's you know i'm not rehearsing anything it's bang 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 we, we're straight in yeah you know it's uh, it's great we did, we did some filming in a school um a few months ago and uh, there's some kids in there they were about they were about 10 years old 11 years old and i asked them all what they wanted to do 
And one of the kids said, oh, I, I want to be a builder. And when I was younger, a lot of people said that. I was quite taken aback because most kids want to like, be YouTubers or they want to yeah. be TV stars, don't they? So it's, it's funny to be shocked at a young kid saying they want to be a builder. But why, why do you think they don't, don't want to do that so much these days? I know we've had this conversation many yeah, times. So. It's just, I think it's just like, I just think it's hard work. And if I'm being brutally honest, like people these days are trying to work smarter and not harder. Like, honestly, you can post YouTube videos, it gets a couple of thousand views and you've earned the same amount of money as going to site all day. So, but hardly anyone makes it as a YouTuber, you know. But people, honestly, the younger generation, they really don't want to work hard. Um, and you know what, I, I love my job. I wouldn't even say it's like the hardest thing to do in the world. Like, it's just a job, like you get used to it after a while. Um, but you know, I really do think that it is a shame that a lot of younger people aren't growing up thinking I want to yeah. I want to be a builder because people people do say to me all the time, did you ever want to be, be a builder? And I'm like, not really. Like my dad was a bricklayer and it kind of just landed in my lap. And then I learned from him. Like that wall he's not down on Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like trying to get people to go to college and study this, like it's we need to be like portraying it as a, a much better job than it is. Like yeah, it's definitely. it's not all just hard graph. Like when I go to work, it doesn't feel like I'm even going to work because I go with my mates. You crack on, you almost like you almost daydream through the day because you're just busy, you know. And the days go so fast, and that's what I love. I've honestly left jobs before because they've been so boring. I'm like I cannot sit here at this looking at this computer anymore. So like when I go to work as a bricklayer i get there we get a mix in we start we load out we start bricklaying as soon as you know it's first break soon as you know it's lunchtime and then all of a sudden you're packing up and it, the days just go like that which is great because you know not i know i love my job but i don't want to be there all day so it's nice when you know you get to four o'clock why don't they want, the, uh, they want to come in all right well to, to be honest i think it's peer pressure to be um and um it's school teachers it's uh, towards uni yeah, yeah, and, and parents, and again, they 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 portray the building trade as low esteem, and oh yeah, I get on my TikTok yeah. all the time. Or you haven't got any GCSEs. It's like I'm probably making more money than you. Yeah. <laughs> so. no, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I mean, the whole game for us is to make sure that we change perceptions. And I, I, I know there's instances where um, I, I can remember, you know, kids have approached teachers, the the you know, very intelligent kids, and they've said, oh, I'd, I'd like to go in the building trade and i'd like to do this and then they go well, what do you want to go and do that for you know yeah. and, and and it's and it's perceived that it's it's for people that have you know the building trade is for people that have failed in life and it's not it is absolutely not 100 you've got every right in in your life to go and do what you feel you want to do yeah. you know and building houses and dreams and, and aspirations for people is ab absolutely fabulous M me we've got to alter parents people's perceptions school teachers in particular that that you know if you haven't gone to the university you failed and that is not the case not the case i i'm going to be honest my bricklayers some of my bricklayers the the, the apprentices they're earning five six hundred pound a week as an apprentice they then they then qual qualify they're then earning you know a, a lot more than that a thousand pound and some of the best earners are on two three grand a week right. you know i don't know you know, you tell me, you know, how many people have left university and, and they're yeah. doing that. Yeah. Even the apprentices are like on two and a half grand a month. Yeah.
Yeah, yeah, ab ab absolutely. They, when they can I start? <laughs> yeah. Imagine the boombox they could put in the back of their car for that, the, yeah. the alloy wheels on their car. So yeah. the best ones are only like three grand a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, ab ab absolutely. I've, I'm, I'm writing the checks out. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> mind-boggling mind at times. If you, but fair the, play. if you can get the numbers down, I mean, it's, you can you can earn that sort of money. That's a good thing with bricklaying is you can get paid how much you, you lay. Um, my sister's boyfriend, she, uh, he was really smart, and he went to university, and he got a master's degree, I think, in product design and he came back and he's a carpenter now and he loves it and he's you know he's building his own houses and his property so it's not just a trade like he's building his houses from the ground up and he's um buying rundown properties and doing them up as well and like for, for like that's just my dream job you know i know he went to uni and everything like that but it's still you can build your own house one day and i think that's much more important sometimes than sitting behind a desk and earning some money whereas yeah. one day you're going to be able to build your own dream house and potentially like there's just earning potential yeah. for for tradies i mean the jobs at the moment like the, the the need for skilled workers in this trade at the moment is just insane and i, I think it's only going to go i can't see it going back down like the, the need for houses at the moment is just like i know the house prices are going up but the the need for building new houses is just like insane no it's yeah. incredible absolutely i mean yeah, yeah the, the government are saying that they want three hundred thousand houses a year to be built we're nowhere near that you know the, the government statistics at the moment are saying that we're built around about two hundred forty thousand. Oh, i don't know three hundred thousand new houses a year yeah yeah we've never Where achieved the, 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 the only uh, well uh, the, the, one of the biggest issues is planning permission waiting for that to come through but uh the, the only time we uh ever achieved building more than three hundred thousand houses a year was in the 60s so yeah. through um, some, you know, uh, dodgy system building. So no, no, it's, it's you're not. We're going to run out of land to build it on. No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. Um, I, I, ju I just think that we need uh, some strategic thinking, some proper thinking, and 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 councils to allow us to to yeah. get planning permissions through quicker quicker than they are. I think that would be an absolute solution to to try and uh, alleviate some of the housing crises that, that, that we've got. But coming on to your point there, Darcy, about building your own house, again, it's, an, it's another point that, that a brickie or a joiner can do because cost on cost, you can save around about 45% of the actual house price if you build it yourself. Mm. So what a saving you can have mm. just just by actually build, building your own house. Yeah. You know, so it, and you can build it exactly how you want it yeah. as well. And you know that everything's gonna be done like exactly how you, cause I know when you buy a new build and stuff like that, like, I mean, they're, they're all pretty much the same. It's nice to be able to build your own house with a bit of character in it, how you want it, how many bedrooms you want it. You could buy a bit of land in the, in the village that you want. It's all, you mm. know, and have a forever that. home. So, and I, I really like one day I would like to build my own house like my dad's built um our house from the ground up so it's yeah. you know we got a big family there's nine of us that live there so to find a house we live on a farm so to find somewhere like that was nearly impossible so my dad we we bought this tiny little bungalow and he whacked a great old big extension on it because we needed it and just for him to be able to do that like you know so it's just nice for us to all be able to still live together because dad was able to adapt the home that we lived in yeah yeah yeah, we have a spare room soon. They're five weeks time. You're going to my brother's already taken oh, it. Really? He's like, yeah, he's trying to move my stuff out as we speak. <laughs> it's a man thing. Um, well, we've got a couple of comments to end off on on the show. Spoke about some interesting there. Uh, Jonathan Hurrah, thanks for writing, Jonathan. Um, hi, we do lock conversions. New regs mean smaller rooms, lower head height, and because they need better insulation. 
it's better you man it's, I guess that's what we took when that guy had to put 150 mil in mm. rather than 100 mil yeah, you yeah. bring it all in it makes it all a bit smaller doesn't yeah, it yeah you can't you can't you can't put it all in the fabric so we we have a split situ uh, situation where it's part fabric and part me mechanical and part solar panels and yeah. and, and um, it's making the room smaller yeah it is unfortunately or just make the building bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Get your down on the case. Yeah. Uh, finally, from Mark Sweeney, um, you were more for construction than the English literature. Yeah, that's true. And uh, being in a uh, department, say, 40,000 to your 40K to your 50. So, yeah, I see what you're saying there, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, my uh, son's, my, one of my sons just done his GCSEs. English literature about all about poetry, so I'm not sure unless he's going to be a poet, how that's actually going to help him in the. Yeah. In well, the you know, I, when I was in college, I wanted to be a journalist, and then I came out of college, and then I went to Australia straight from college, and I ended up being a waitress, and I was over there being a waitress for four years, and I was like, it's a great in between job, but you know, it's it's not something that's going to last you the rest of your life. When I came back to England, I started bricklaying, I I tripled my wage in a year that I was earning as a waitress, um, just by spending a year on site learning, like tripled my wage which is like you just there's no other job in the world that i think you could do that in in a, in a year you know get on site learn a trade even if you're a laborer that's the easiest thing to do move bricks and mix up mug i know laborers on 150 a day you know like that's insane money yeah, yeah, but yeah. just moving some bricks around and mixing up muck like it's so incredible. girls if you're looking to stay fit as well like fitness is a huge part of it as well because i don't know gym fees exercise yeah. no exactly you're working out all day you're earning a fortune you know and you're learning a skill that will take you anywhere in the world so i just don't see i can't see why more why more people aren't doing it, you know? School teachers don't tell us that stuff, do you? No, funny. no. Um, so let's have a look, see who's, who's won our hoodie for, for this week from one of the comments. And the it's John A.B. Lewis, who's from two different parts of the country. I can't remember, he was somewhere else in the beginning. Maybe that was a place in the um, John, just uh, just uh, message in with your details, the size hoodie you want and um, your address, and we get that sent out to you uh, as soon as possible. What final words to people worried about these new regulations coming in, Ian? Um, to be honest, yeah, embrace it. Uh, there is a, there is, uh, there is a, a, a point to it, and it's to reduce fuel costs. We're all struggling with, um, you know, the, the the fuel costs at the moment, and the cost of the rising the cost of living. So yeah, there's a point behind it. Embrace it. Let's let's just get on with it. Challenges. Building trade always overcomes the challenges. We'll find a way. We'll find a way, and then we can um, we can crack on, and uh, hopefully it costs costs a little bit less in the long run. Yeah, exactly. And uh, any words of advice to some tradespeople that are thinking about moving to Australia? Um, <laughs> um, basically, yeah, If uh, I think being in a trade and having a skill is the best thing that I've personally ever done. Um, in regards to all the regulations that are coming in, I'm just happy that we actually are making some sort of change to save the world in some way. It's about time that things really did start to change. So hopefully, I mean, I know it's annoying because regulations are changing, but hopefully these regulations keep changing so we can really uh, cut down our CO2 emissions. Yeah, very well. Thank you for coming in, guys. Thank All you. The best with your next adventure. Well, do you have any last words that you'd like to say? Oh, well, I always say that um, if you're thinking about doing a trade, then you should just go and do it. But the thing I was trying to get out of you then, if you're thinking about going to a different country to go work, just book the ticket, just like Yeah, uh, just book the ticket. Because before you know it, you're my age and you you, you, you can't do it. So um, just go and do it. Anything you want to do, just go and do it. Thank you very much for joining us. Hope you've enjoyed that. I hope that's been uh, informational for you. And we will see you next time on Talking Trade. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.